yo, 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 ha ha. Yeah, you're now into Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Sonny Yell up in here. Now with me, this dude has more women than you with just the names, letters beginning in A. My man Shooter, he's got a long, long phone book. The last phone, phone book is what you're looking for. The black Yo, you know, you, you know you used that already, right? It wasn't recorded. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack like this fool. At Talking Smack 101 on Twitter. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app, baby. We are here to discuss the sweet science. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Feeling I'm good? feeling great. It's uh, We got these fights. A lot of these fights are going to take care real fast. We'll take over quick. But I like when we just talk about a whole bunch of news and business. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about doing that part today. Current also, um, I want to let everybody know, the audience know, Apologize for last week's episode. The sound quality wasn't where it usually is. We're learning how to do it ourselves, and it's trial and error. But yeah. the great thing about that is, once it's figured out, we're gonna we'll we're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be better because it'll be out real quick on time in the day of. It's gonna be less names to mention later because you know how brothers get. Sometimes we can get that long list of shout outs. So we gotta nah, we gotta make we sure st- we manage and maintain this. Now nah, we of still we still gonna shout them out, but also that. And then uh, I forgot what it was, though, and we will start correcting our errors because I found out when I was listening. So that's the first time that I ever listened to our own show. Uh, I found out that we had some errors, but... Um, you know, right now there's people listening like, you guys been correcting your errors. Like, we have been because I usually get a text from my pops all the time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm glad I got a new fan. Everybody appreciate it. <laughs> now, one shout out I want to give it out to my man, Loet, imrcf.com forward slash contact. My man, Shooter, he's been doing this. has become a ritual. He's been going there so much, they had to create new workouts for him. First, it was the RX Plus. Then now it's the Plus Plus. You know, I'm not sure what's going on here. Nah, they were measuring body we were, inches or something. Yeah, you know, we're working on something called Villa now, man. It's a, it's a little elite thing, man, but it's, it's crazy, man. Your boy's getting strong over here. Does it man. involve a snatch and grab and clean and jerk? Always. Mm, get your towels ready. Make sure you hit him up. I am rcf.com forward slash contact. You get the three-week trial. You just tell him Sunny sent you. You tell him Shooter sent you. And they're like, oh. It's cool, it's cool. Come on in. Come That's on in. what we you should have used, Snatch and Snatches. The snatch and Snatches? <laughs> snatch and Snatches. That's the name of a, a female rock group is what that sounds like there. Now, are you ready to get down with this? Because I'm feeling good. How are we going to feel better? Are you ready? The process can be just as exciting as the final product. Ooh, except going to jail. No, because the process probably wor- The process of going to jail is almost worse than going to jail. Going to court, being arraigned, all that. Mm. That's kind of, it's kind of, at least when you're in jail, you're in jail. Going to court or always bumping into people you know at court? Neither is good. Neither is good. 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 But you had to pick one. Which would you No, no. The reason why I picked, the reason why I picked this quote is because think about it. Say we had a final end game to this show. It -hmm. wouldn't be as fun being at the end of it as far as me meeting up with you weekly to do this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. I can't stand I can't stand you, but I really appreciate you, man, because this is something. Oh man, shout out to Pops, man, who uh, told me I was his favorite son, and then also uh, shouting us out on uh, one hundred and one episodes. One hundred and one, one hundred and one. Yeah, man. Begin here. Let's begin here. That's what yeah. it is. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Square circle one hundred and one. Chin down. One hundred and one. Chin down. Brought back the the Mangria. Hopefully, be our first sponsor. Now, sometimes you sip on too much Mangria, you get your head spinning. Give me that quote one more time and we'll move on, actually. Sometimes the process, well, no, the process can be just as exciting as the final product. Ooh, that's chasing the girl. That's exactly what that is. It, it really is. 100%. It really yep, is, yep, man. Yep. You, think it's, you think it's getting them. Nah, the process of getting the them chase. is That's the, why the sometimes chase. when you get them, you're just like, 
you think back, you start looking at what did I do that for? I guess I was okay. Was I really that desperate? <laughs> now. Anyway, let's get to let's get let's get, let's get to business because we had the Bangria here, and one of the things I want to talk about is sometimes you can see a punch get your head spinning afterwards or during this first match. We we didn't even mention this. I just we're going to talk about the first two just based off of word of mouth and highlights. The first one is this dude O'Hara Davies versus Paul Kumanga. Um, we've seen O'Hara's Davies fight once, and uh, when Gervonta Davis beat him, and that's Let probably me. the only time. And I don't even think we mentioned it on the show. No, I don't think we mentioned it on the show. I'm guessing Javante Davis did it by knockout. Not like this. Yeah. <laughs> so you know we bring it up because we take pride in being the creator of the KFTFO, at least the hashtag 100%. That is all us. So anybody, feel free to use it anytime you see a, a, what you would call a world star knockout. Hashtag that KTFO. If you don't know, you've never seen the movie Friday. If you've never seen Friday, I'm surprised if you listen. Now, that's how that one goes. We're just going to go right into this one because this is this, this is like it's like when you had your head spinning. It's that this dude actually lived it. Okay, okay. let's go. All right, All right. let's roll, roll film. Roll film. Let's go. Ooh. Okay. Oh. See? You went the other way. The thing is, that's a – I think we've, we've covered this before. That's called a Perrier. It's used in ballet, so it's yeah. like when you put your toes together yeah. and you turn around. Yeah. I think Mark Wahlberg did this in the other guys yeah. when he was making fun of the guys who's doing ballet. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's mm. stiff leg, stiff leg. Like my boy, whenever I have a drink with my boy Antoine, he, I mean uh, Anthony, he always tells me, "Hey, straighten your legs out." That's exactly what my man right here did, man. You can only watch yeah. that so many times. Yeah, you no, get up, they, get him out of here, get him out of here. What would be worse? That kind of knockout. Or the Bambi legs, like getting up and that the Bambi legs is always going to be the goat knockout yeah. for me, just for a simple fact that when Zab Judah got up from the Casa Zoo, he he pointed out like, "Hey, I got this under control. You got up too quick, bruh. Your legs, at, your, your legs, Not your computer close. short circuited in your brain. That's yeah. what happens when stuff like you're, Not even you're, close. you Not get even close. gets rattled. Not at all. Your legs get from under you, and you can't mm -hmm. control your own body, man." And one thing I like about that saying, because it's self-explanatory, kids that never seen the cartoon get it. Yeah. You know I mean? That's what I love about that. So O'Hara Davies, O'Hara O'Hara, I'm not sure, Davies, this should, I should get this one, right? O'Hara Davies. Got it. But that's a good one. Uh, it's a highlight reel. I went and looked it up just because of the word of mouth, and I'm proud that I did. It was entertaining, and I believe this man has earned a spot in the Square Circle app. Okay. We need to get in there. Now, while we are on the topic of KTFOs, this is more of just a knockout, this new prospect from uh, Golden Boy, Virgil Ortiz. Another one. Got a text from my pops. He's like, yo, have you seen this kid? Never seen him. Looked up his highlights. Pretty interesting guy. He's got good style. He's one of these few ca young cats that um, they, he's got 10, or 10 to 13 fights, and they started talking to him about title shots and stuff. And, uh, and he was quick to say, you know, that's always the goal, but I, I but know I'm, I'm not ready. ready. I, know I, I'm I like not that. Ready. I like that. You gotta, it, yeah. you gotta have confidence in the sport, but at the same time, you also gotta have smarts, man. Don't like, let you it, make those decisions all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now that one, that's another one we're gonna go into here. So let's get ready and just roll this one. Also, let me go ahead and click the button as I throw my dang signs. And this, and this was on ESPN Golden Boy. Now ESPN, man, I still not the biggest fan, but I, I do give them props for, for that one. And. Last year was the year of the body stature. Yeah, but and it looks like we had some, uh, these are called honorable mentions. Yes. So straight to the gut. And you know what, me and you were talking about this. That's nice, man, left, left hook to the body. We were talking about this before I left the house, and I was asking you, like, if you go down by a body shot, not knock down, but just go down, what is the percentage of people who actually get up from it, man? 
it, the top it, of my it, head, it, I was only able to name name one. Yeah, I, I can and only the, name one. And the thing is, man, every you know what's beautiful about the sport is I spend my I spend a lot of time in a lot of different boxing groups, just observing and surveying and see what else people got. And what I love about this sport is it's so many different opinions. And honestly, a lot of times nobody's really wrong. Yep. Everybody will have their opinion. Like boxing is one of those sports is like it's a lot of things are easily debatable, but I'm not going to know off the top of my head or something like that. But like I just from recent memory, not that many people get up. If you go down, you're unless you're saved by the bell yeah. by getting up. Like most, a lot of times yeah. you stay down, you stay and, down and, on that. And there's never like a lucky body punch. Never lucky no. body punch. No. That's that's math. That's calculation. That was perfectly landed. Versus if you get knocked out from like a regular head knockdown or the flash knockdown, you made a mistake yeah. and got caught. Yeah. That there was no way to stop that body punch. That body punch because it might have been math being planned for round one just didn't get you to round seven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying and that, that that man that'll snatch the air out of you. That's, and that's, especially that's, when you're throwing a punch too. That's Denzel, that leaves, Denzel that leaves and Man and Fire when he was talking to Mark Anthony. He was like, "If you say anything right now, I'll get I'll up and snatch, snatch your life right out, right of you. out of you. Snatch it right out of you." And that's the same feeling too. That is like you take when you get your air knocked out. Yeah, man, that hurts. To actually get that when it gets snatched from you like that. Yeah. <sighs> no, you say face would be at least. You say face. So this is a game. A name. I'm sorry that it's still a little awkward to be Virgil and Ortiz. You know, but you know, it makes perfect sense when I see the Hispanic, but like the Virgil, I must be, is the G silent? Virgil. Virgil. That, Virgil. That, that would make sense to me. Virgil. That would make sense. But we'll see what's up with that, man. Hopefully we'll see more of this cat. I'm glad that he's humble. Now let's move on to this guy, Mickey Roman. We talked about him last week. Mickey right? Roman. Mickey Moran. Mickey Roman. You just call him Moran. <laughs> Mickey Moran. I might have slipped, but I like this cat. Miguel, Mickey Roman. Let's, can you pull up his record? We've talked about this guy's record before. Because um, this is one of these guys who doesn't get the spotlight normally at this stage of their career, just based on the numbers alone, right? Was this Miguel Roman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at an article uh, just the other day saying, um, can any boxer admit they're a loser? And it started going to some of these current fighters who had records, current records, active, at like two wins and 276 losses. Can these guys admit they're a loser? No. <laughs> We've gone to the top 20 list. One of the best shows ever. You know. So what are we looking at? Yeah. So what's his record? Uh, Sixty and twelve now, forty-seven knockouts. How, in, in his age, you brought this up before. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. How often do we? How often have me and you seen this since we're doing the show? Uh, very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Like very honestly, rare. honestly, this at that young because mm -hmm. sixty fights at thirty-two years—that's really young. Yeah. Usually that, we're looking at yeah. an old dude in the ring, right? Typically an old guy in this ring, but most likely no amateur background. Just guessing. Um, his last two wins, first one was against Orlando Salido. Uh, no, no, his last, I was just looking at something up or, real quick. Yeah. So his, uh, the fight before last was Orlando Salido. Yes. So I was uh, looking at, he fought Takashi Mira. We went over this yeah, already. That's, that's the one where he but really got on the scene because that was his first. You get that many fights. Let me see. We have one, two, three, four, four fights in 2003. Man, busy. Five fights in 2004. Ooh, tough year. And then, so it's just like, he's... He's just cranking them out every few months. Yeah, no, that that's probably that's probably where those losses came in. Well, no, his losses came in once he started uh, going up. up. But a lot of these were, yeah, a lot of these were in the U.S. Though. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, a lot of these were in Mexico. So a lot this of these is fights. Before Trump was president, I don't want to hear about any anything else. <laughs> he got in. We let him go home. It's simple. Very simple. And with his kids, by the way. By the way. Shots fired. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Well, hey, if anything, maybe he listens to the show. Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad at all. Be mad. 
I like red. Wouldn't really vote that way. But Mickey Roman, that's what I'm talking about. I love it when they get these American nicknames on these Hispanic Mexican dudes like this. But Mickey, Ricky, Mickey Roman is here, and I think he identifies the opportunity and is definitely wanting to capitalize on it. So his next matchup is definitely going to be a well-tested matchup. Now, he went in against Mitchell Mar Marcano. Um, where's this guy from? We, like Columbia or something? Is that what we said? Because we know he, we think he has an inflated record, right? Uh, he's from Venezuela. Venezuela. What's his record? He's 17-1 and one now with 14 knockouts. Yeah, so inflated record. Fought a lot of Venezuelan fighters. Nothing wrong with that. That's just how it is. Um, but then he got dismantled. Um, and got dismantled pretty bad. Pretty bad. Second round knockout. Second round knockout. Not ready to roll this one too? Yeah. Let's roll this one. Now, this was a big test for Mickey Roman because it was his first fight in his home crowd. Ooh. Yeah, another body shot. That's another one. Snatched the life yeah. right out of you right there. Ooh. Mm. It yeah. just dropped instantly. Just legs instantly. Come, no legs come from under legs come from under you, man. Did it's, you like how he sunned him right there when he was like after Yeah, he stood he stood right stood over right him. there. You know why? You know why? I don't he even like I don't even know any I don't even know any backstory toward that, but I guarantee you he had to be running his mouth. You don't like yeah, a yeah. lot like even when boxers don't like each other, they usually show love or something like that. I mean, of course if there's some bad blood, but usually there's at least a, some form of respect. You, you, you but like you, you, you dab it, out, right? it out, but like when you stand over somebody like that, there somebody was running their mouth because that's the only time it's just like, Hey, you got slept, you got hurt. Mm -hmm. That's what I do in here in the hurt business. Time to teabag you. That's what he said. I'm not sure how to say it in Spanish. I think it's Lipton or something like that. But Mickey Roban, he got I know to it's me, Huevos. <laughs> in la cara. Right. In la cara. <laughs> nice, nice. The only Espanol we know. Balls in the face. <laughs> the only Espanol you know. Did you learn that on the basketball court? No, I didn't learn on the basketball court. I took Spanish for a while, man, so I know a lot of words. I can understand it. Like took Spanish like girlfriends from other dudes? That's too. Okay, okay. Well, I like that. Did you get college credit for that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I was in AP courses. You know I, was, I, was in <laughs> I was in advanced Spanish. When was that? You know what I'm saying? That's what we talked about. Mickey Roman. I think this guy's going to get uh, – is he a current champion? I should know this, but I don't. Doesn't look like it at 130. Let me 130. Double. So let's see. The 130 division. This is a nice little division. It's got some names in there, but no big names because it's usually passing through is what it is. You 126, the next is 135. That's where the money is. So who's in 130 that we know? Uh, Miguel Burchell, who we're going to cover. Gervonta Davis. Uh, looks like the IBF and the WBO is vacant right now. Uh, okay. But you got uh, Ryan Garcia in there, Tevin Farmer. Ooh. Uh, these are some of the names that's on uh, this. Lee Selby. Oh, He's yeah. a Jason Sosa. Yuriokas nice. Gamboa. You, you got know. some good names in there. You got okay. some, yeah. Even Mickey though Roman. your boy Jezreel Corrales is in here. You mean Cisco? <laughs> now, Mickey Roman, this guy's going to get tested next. He's probably going to end up in the ring against Miguel Burchell. How do you say somebody gets tested with 60 wins? Well, how many of those were just casual elite names that we know off the bat, right? Yeah, he had, he had some, but not many. Canelo's 27 with, with 60 fights, right? Yeah. Like 50 fights, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, those were dudes who probably shared shorts. Like, that's that level of opposition. Because, I mean, he was started at 14. That's what's going to happen. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? How would you like to be one of those guys talked into that? Hey, you want to make some money? Who am I fighting? The kid right here. The little redhead? The little white boy? Little white boy? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little white boy. As soon as you're fighting. For how much? I don't know. 100,000 pesos. That's what you get. He's 14. You can take him, right? Nah, bro. Nah. Don't do that. That'll get your feelings hurt out here. That'll get your feelings hurt real bad. Real bad. You don't want to be the first one. That's for sure. Now, speaking of Miguel Burchelt, we're going to move on from this one. Nickname, not Mickey. But this was a guy who had another one who had his first fight in front of his home crowd against 
a veteran, Jonathan Victor Barros. This is John, Jonathan Victor Barros moved up in weight to face Miguel Burchell. And I don't know if you guys can see the trend of what we're talking about right now, but the trend has kind of been mm, some KOs right here. Yeah. So we'll go into this one. We're going to go right, right into this let's clip. Go, let's look at it. Let's look at this one here. Uh, and I believe this was another one. It's the same thing. So when I was watching this, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's right. This one got stopped because he just kept getting knocked down, and uh, the corner stopped it, it. It was so here. Actually, let me go over this. I actually brought the, the page. The I actually brought the page out because I, you know, watched oh. this. So, so he had a couple of knockdowns. Round uh, two and three were the only knockdowns that he had. Just from the v very beginning, Miguel Bershaw, he's established overwhelming dominance just from the just from the jump. Jonathan Barros, he looked like he didn't belong there. Forty-one fights and five losses, twenty-two by knock, twenty-two knockouts. Yeah. But like the corner came out. I mean, his corner came Cat, out. It was just like, like, out. just like, hey man, I'm done. It's like they're gonna protect you. It's he came out with his, his towel in the pocket. Yeah, and then he like, was like, waved like, it. He's he like, just, like, like, you want me to do this as a formality, or do you want me to get him out of here? Yeah, hey, yeah. you're done here, kid. Yeah, man, yeah. there was nothing. There was nothing to prove. It was. Let him vent a little. Let him vent a little, and to just tell him, "Hey, hey, hey!" You knew it was going to happen. It's, yeah, we're, it, done. It's we're done. You're lucky the ref didn't stop it already. Prolonging the inevitable. Yes. You knew it was going to happen, so it's either you get it done now. You already, you already showed that you know you had at least a little bit of heart to stay in there and to keep getting you up. Made but it you're long. not. You yeah. made it this. What round was that? Uh, third round. Nice. Hey, this is good for this 130 pound division. We got some names knocking bodies out. We usually don't. No, this is this is probably the division actually where you start seeing it rise more. The knockouts versus the other smaller divisions that that separate them like that makes Inoue such a a, a fascination mm -hmm. um you know this 130 pound because we've got tank davis in there because when you go down to 126 you see a lot of boxer punches but nobody with these this high ratio of yeah. first first round KOs. yeah miguel burchell 30 33 one with 29 knockouts going Who's into that one fight loss? Luis Eduardo Flores back in 2014. Still got them bragging rights at least. 15 and one walking into there, so okay. yeah, he still has that. So all right, first Fair round right. KO. Wow, I, man, if if we were talking, see, this is one of the things where I like that we stay positive on things. If this wasn't recorded, we'd be looking it up right now. Yeah, but we're not going to be unprepared at the moment. We have a we have an itinerary to follow a schedule. Yeah. And Miguel Burchell, I like the I like the streak though. Was he at what's his what's what was that number of fights? Him. So it was 15. Number 15, he's got 37 nope, wins. Nope, 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 that wasn't. No, I was looking at the other guy. No, Hold on. Let me see. Let me check. What's the streak? Not running down naked on the street, streaking, but what's his current hey, streak? And then the guy who, the, actually, the guy who he fought. You know, just even looking up his. Here, I'm going I'm to get to that. I'm, I'm a little okay. off track. These are some of the guys that he fought. Regis Progress. Okay, know him. So we know him because he's the one who just fights in a couple weeks or fights next weekend. Well, he he's the one who just beat mm -hmm. Julius Andongo yep. with a second round knockout. Yep. Jamel Herring. Yep. So that was just two of the names that we had, uh, and of course Miguel. It was Miguel Burchard's twenty first fight, his twenty second fight. He was twenty one and zero going wow. into that. Okay. Hey, it sucks. Happened to Abdi Mars, and he came back just fine, just like Miguel Burchelt. Came back just fine. Got a nice mm -hmm. little streak going on. What, what's his total, his uh, current record right now? Who's? Miguel Burchelt. He's 34-1 and one with 30 knockouts. 34-1. and one. So, not, what's that, a 12-win uh, fighting streak? Not bad. Not bad at all. That's why you bounce back. That's how you bounce back. And, it's, and no matter what people, some say, you know, that's the way that the, the promoters kind of handle them. But either way, 
your streak is yours. Good job. I like to see this 130-pound division get stacked. But let's get it coming to a close. Let's see more unifications. That's what we're here for is to unify. Now, let's, we're going to talk a little bit about these UK fights since they've been popping up on ESPN+. Plus. We'll start off with that Anthony Yarde. Okay, so one of my favorite uh, people, period, is Bumani Jones. from oh, No, 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 no. Bumani, hey man, come on, hey, can I get some, can I get some space over there, man? You pulling? Thank you, man. Bumani Jones, I love him from ESPN because he, uh, I forgot what, I forgot what it was, either basketball or it was either, it was either basketball sport. or football. But one of the guys' names he Not was hockey. talking about was Dante. Yeah, and Dante's, I know Dante. Dante, then. <laughs> Dante was a white guy. What? It is so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know Mark? many, I don't know any white Dante's. It's and a so, Bumani, so, Bumani Jones always calls him White Dante. And, and so, this guy, I heard his name, but the way it's spelled, I'm just going to call this cat Darius. So, we're going to call him White Darius Sec. White Darius. So, Ooh, that's white, a dope rap. White name. Darius Sec. That's yeah, like so. a sex position right there. Ooh, this get, clean up afterwards looking. That's going to become a, a CrossFit thing right there. White Darius Sec. Ooh, I, I, even the British accent, they would call it sex. Anthony Yardy, I've been reading a lot of hype around this cat. Now, he looked look like your typical U.S. police victim, I guess you would say. But, you know, he got the braids. Yeah. You know, but this is a guy who looked well-disciplined with his corner. Solid. Good counter. Um, mm -hmm. He had a flash knockdown round one. Nice. Uh, he just, he kind of had a Javante Davis build. Yeah. And kind of uh, like a little bit more. A little uh, bit bigger, but yeah. A little I bit bigger. But so, I mean, well, they're fighting out light heavyweight. So, yeah, yeah he's a he's way lot bigger, but. Uh, uh, White Darius, he was outclassed, outboxed, outmatched, but he was tough though. He he tried, but TKO round uh round seven, round seven. And yeah. it was one of these few on few occasions do you see a TKO stoppage by the ref when the and the fighter doesn't go down. Yeah. And then when you do see that, that's that's very Not, bad body language that we're that we're yeah. all seeing because I had no problems with the stoppage. Yeah. It was gonna get worse if we didn't stop it now. Your corner should be a little disappointed, you know what I'm saying? Maybe because I, well, I don't know about their situation. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna take that one back. I will take that back. But a good stoppage by the ref, save him from himself. But Anthony Yarde, this is a guy who I saw discipline in there, listening to his corner, no. did everything they were saying, step by step process. When they told him, and let's, I think it was the fifth or sixth round, let's just have a little fun. Let's mix it up. That's what he did. He mixed it up. He brought the pain. He put damage on this boy. And and the sixth and seventh round is like it's time to go in for the kill. He went in there for the kill. So that's good discipline, and I like that. Not every not every opposition will be as easy to you as, as uh, my, my man, uh, White Darius, over here. So hopefully this is a good building thing just for his cornering team. And we'll see what we got, man. The 175 division is stacked. You know, maybe maybe we'll, instead of reading more about you and have to look it up later, we'll see more. You know? So, yeah, Anthony Yard right now he's 16-0 uh, with 15 knockouts. Nice. And actually, he was just going over his record. Mm -hmm. It looks like. But one, one misdemeanor, two. I'm joking, sorry. <laughs> no, nah, it actually looks like, but from the record, I haven't watched all of it. But it looks like it actually might even be 16 knockouts. It looks like one was stopped early, God. like in the second round. So Did, uh, I mean, Stopped but didn't get the TKO. No, nah, I didn't get the TKO. So Who do I? Does that does that sentence sound correct to you? It doesn't really, but you know. 
if they stop a fight from a cut, do you still get TKO? No. Okay. Then that, no. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good example. See, almost, maybe it's Mangria. Sorry, you know, sometimes yeah. you get the fire burning in there, and that just happens. You know, what are you gonna do? Hey, oh, fix it. So we got to do fix logos. Well, uh, we fix SC101. it. SC101. Download the Square Circle app. We're actually here, brought to you by Connecting mm-hmm. at Microsoft. But now we are so live at Hub City Studios. Welcome <laughs> back, baby. And we're here, Anthony Yarde. Now this is the definition of a showcase fight. When, when we talk about, I've mentioned showcase fight a lot of times. I'm not, I'm not talking about you and your girl arguing in the middle of the day and the holidays and everybody saw it. A showcase fight is, this is my man. We're going to display nothing but talent and skill and show the product what we got because we're trying to lower in sponsors and maybe a bigger, better promoter that can, that can uh, get us bigger fights. And this is what they got. It was a perfect showcase, showcase fight. Props to Anthony Yarde. The braids looked good. And I like this guy. I want to see more of him because he's got a good style of boxing. Good style of boxing and fan friendly. Yeah. Not fan friendly was Martin Murray versus Roberto Garcia. This was a big flooded. It, it, this was a barroom brawl without the drinks. Uh, I, I didn't get into the fight too much. We saw the highlights. You could just Google the highlights. Martin Murray's a guy who's kind of out the door when it comes to it. But hopefully, we're going to give a lot more attention towards some of these. I want to say mid tier uh, UK fighters since ESPN Plus has now been televising them. We know Eddie Hearn has got the Dazen channel or something it's d-a-z-n dazen should be a weed channel by the way but or who no, this that's like bad porn at motels dazen but hopefully we'll be able to see it and give a little bit more attention to the uk because i like i like every fight i see from the from from the uk they always look like barroom brawls and we got a nice decent crowd out there shout out to all you guys out there in the uk maybe one day we can sip a pint and blow a fag outside Talk about cigarettes. <laughs> but Martin you know Murray, Robert, Roberto Garcia, we won't give them too much attention. They gave him about 10 minutes more than they needed. I want to talk about this Josh Taylorville and Victor Postal fight. This is a <sighs> fight that I don't have no highlights of, but... It, we don't need highlights of this fight. You got, Josh Taylor won this fight, a uh, unanimous decision over Victor Postal. Now, what's crazy about this to me, Victor Postal came in. We know him from Terrence Crawford. Iceman. We know from getting whooped by Terrence Crawford, but we also know him for putting a whooping on Lucas Matisse, which put, which really hurt my heart. And then also, this is one that we claim Danny Garcia moved up to the welterweight division to avoid. Now, what this reminded me of, okay, first of all, Josh Taylor came out here fighting like he wasn't scared, and he wasn't at all. When I, a lot of things that I took from this, I... He did a lot of moving back, Victor Postal. And I know he's he's really a boxer. He started actually. off coming he's forward. A, he's a, he started off, yeah. But this is for the WBC Eliminator for the 140 mm-hmm. Super Lightweight title. Now, Josh Taylor, 12-0 and 0 with 11 knockouts. 12 What's Victor, fights. Victor Postal's record? 29-1. Experience gap. Yeah, Big. huge experience gap. gap. You know what this reminded me of? The Adrian Broner effect. He wasn't the same after Marcos Maidana. Hmm. And the reason why I say that is because you right think, after, so so you would so you would suggest that it's it's a very big possibility without that loss to Terrence Crawford he would have beat Josh Taylor maybe. I'm not no that, that is name Josh Taylor right now. <laughs> that is his name. No, I'm not saying that's 100 percent true because the you thing is we did. Piece of this man I can see I can see yeah he's a shell he was a shell of himself because yeah. right after the Terrence Crawford loss you fought a guy who I said I couldn't even pronounce his name mm-hmm. a guy who was. 14, he was 14 and 0, but you went down. Please try to pronounce his name. Jem Shittebeck Najimidadov. Man, I've never heard such v- jive. 
You know what I'm saying? That was, I would think you were North, from North Carolina with that name right there. I'm like, what? Damn. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my second car, I named it, I named it Naina Najah. <laughs> from from <No>. Office Space. <laughs> he said, I don't understand why you can't see it. Naina Najah. Naina Najah. I always, uh, that, that was the name of my second car, man. Nice, nice. And, and the like car that. was? It was a Chrysler uh, Cirrus. Not or something like no, that. No, it's a yeah. ride. It's a ride. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm not saying he could have beat him, but I'm just saying like in this one, Postal was down in round five. So it's yeah. just like right after that, you're fighting. I mean, you go from a Lucas Matisse to yeah. a Terrence Crawford and you you dominate Matisse. You do good against Terrence Crawford. Uh, maybe. maybe hold your, you hold your own well you against your, Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Better than some of the fighters he's faced since. Exactly. So, but the thing is when you're fighting guys with 14-0, and 12-0, like I expect you to show that dominance and yeah, show that ring generalship like you should. should. Now, I don't think he was getting a fair shot I, with the scorecards. I thought it was a lot closer. I did, I don't disagree with the unanimous decision. Yeah. But I, I, th- I think. It was a lot closer than what it should I be. had it like maybe two rounds, Josh Taylor. So I started scoring it, and by the after the, I had it even after the fourth round. Yeah. But then after that, I really just started getting into the fight and just kind of stopped scoring Same. it because it yeah. was becoming a good, exciting it really fight. Was good exchanges. And this is one of those fights where the knockdown basically sealed the deal for Josh Taylor. And round eight. That and round ten. Yeah. yeah. And, and in an affair. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say that in, in a situation where I guess if, if, if Postal could have been a little more convinced than everybody else. You know, we would expect it a closer fight without that knockdown, maybe a draw, and then this would become controversial. But with that knockdown, it solidified the win for me. But it was still a good fight. I like Victor Postal, but now is it has it has he become a gatekeeper? Because we got Josh Taylor. I don't even want to call this guy on the rise because now he's got a title eliminator with twelve fights, which is becoming common. But you beat a good solid bet like Victor Postal. Gatekeeper at thirty four. I mean, we've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen I'm many like, times actually. Yeah. Like he was a he was a title holder, and I, I think that his title holder days are behind yeah. him. Yeah. So no, I, I can see that. I can see that gatekeeper. Nothing wrong with that. Still good money. Um, and there's a lot of people that's got worse records behind you, and there's some ahead of you. People won't even notice. You'll get paid. What are we gonna do? It's the Ice Man. He's the Ice Man. Keep them checks cold. That's what we want to do. Josh Taylor. Where does he go at one thirty five? Who's next there? Because this is the WB. Who's the WBC champ? This is the eliminator for it, right? Mike Garcia. Ooh. I don't know if you want that one. <laughs> Who no. else you got? Who else you got? So, Lomachenko, Robert okay. Easter Jr. Who else you got? Ray Beltran. Uh, who else you got? <laughs> Jorge Linares. Okay, there we go. Here Anthony, we go. Anthony Krola. That's uh, his, Javier, that's... For, Javier Fortuna. Okay. Luke Campbell. I'll tell you his next fight. Paulus be... Moses. Ooh, okay, okay. So the next person that we're going to see... Mario Barrios. Should have been a rapper or a video game. Josh Taylor will probably fight... I would. I want to say Anthony Krola, but the million-dollar man, but that's a step Dehans back. Dejan Zlatichinen. Ooh, that would be a good one. He, I don't know if he's ready for that one. Rancis Bartholomew. I mean, there's. I mean, he can, go, he, can go a lot of, he can go a lot of ways. Uh, Richard Comey, we forgot about him. We haven't Ooh. heard from him in a while. So if you're Josh Taylor's camp and you're like, okay, yeah, we got that WBC eliminator. Who we fi- who, who, who's got that belt? Oh, the winner of which fight? Garcia Easter Jr.? Look at the record. If you were his handlers, would you pursue that fight? No. Or would you just try to talk down your fight? And like, hey, 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 well, we, we got this. That means we can get it again, right? It's one of those things. It's like, uh, what of this generation, a lot of our... A lot of them are fans of the prisoners of the moment. So you look at Miguel Burchard, who got that loss early in his career and then became a champion. Like, you look at Mickey Romain, hey, who just oh, grinded, yeah, yeah, kept right. grinding. Don't take that chance if you don't have to. 
Now the belts will be there if you don't want to. I'm not saying duck anybody, but I'm yeah. saying time. But play if it you're smart. His, you're not ducking anybody if you're next in line. If 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 you're his his handler and trainer, do you just do you just go straight up and be like, look, son, we made it here, we get it back. But let's be realistic about this. You're not ready for a Mikey Garcia. You're not even a, you don't even have a puncher's chance against Mikey Garcia. You just tell them. Okay. Tell them. Yeah. Tell them. Just like, right, honestly, rip the bandaid off. Yeah. You got to. I don't know. It's just like Antoine. I can train you and we can have the game plan, but. It's just like Hey, they said when he was like talking about how you take it, like the audio lesson. He's like, I say, yeah, I know it sucks. You got to be able to take constructive criticism. Like if people, if people are being real with you, then yeah. you know exactly where you stand with them, man. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want anybody mm. in your corner that you can't really trust. Exactly. The motto goes for your friends, business partner, and women. That's the motto. Write it down. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iOS. We're coming at you live here at, at Hub City. I am Heyday Studios. Josh Taylor, the current number one ranking WBC contender. Slide it back a little bit. Let's let's uh, let's set a goal to unify the number one rankings. Maybe get all the other three spots before we test some of that opposition. Now let's go into the the most viewed. You got anything else to say about the Iceman and Josh Taylor? No, nope, ain't got nothing to say about that. Really, that's over. So. Maybe part of the Me Too movement is Clarissa Shields versus Hannah Gabriels. Jabriels. Are we going to start with there or are we going to start with uh, the hammer and Tori Nelson first? We can start with the hammer and Tori Nelson. Actually, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, you didn't even have that? Didn't yeah. even have it. Look at you being sexist. And since you I've started been, I've being, admitted this openly. Since you times. started being sexist, I will continue on with that. Sexist is you know, sexy, whatever. I get it. Well, no, actually, I'm going to be sexist on the next segment because Hannah Gabriels is fine. Mm. She's and I actually had one of my uh, one of my homegirls call me, we'll, and she was like, "Oh, we'll we'll talk we'll about talk we'll about talk, her we'll in a second, trust me." And we'll have more conversations about her off the air. But go ahead, Christina Hammer. Christina Hammer, the Anna Kornikova of ladies boxing. What's Anna Kornikova? So Anna Kornikova um, is a place, right? No, no. Oh. Anna Kornikova is one of the most world famous tennis players now. She's more known for modeling because Lady Hammer, she's actually made more money in uh, lingerie modeling out there in uh, Russia than she has from boxing. That's so where that's, I recognize that, her from. I knew I'd seen her before. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, wait, not the Hammer? How come I know this chick? Yeah. So, yeah. no, it's um, that's exactly what I saw. So, 22 Ooh. no 10 knockouts. Uh, she's the current. How many fights you think she had off the books in lingerie? Don't answer that's, that question. That's that. She. You might want to make that a sport because I guarantee you women's boxing will shoot skyrocket. skyrocket. <laughs> I know I would. I watched the Laundry football. <laughs> they have to change it from two minute to one minute rounds. So that's the only problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So, well, I'm gonna. I'm, I just want to kind of highlight all these things because, like, it was just a great. She's a she's a pure boxer, so mm -hmm. she stayed on the outside. Tori Nelson, the person that she uh, fought. Is from Ashburn, Virginia. I know. Which is one of our... Maybe she listens. Maybe she's the one. Shout, hey, out to hey, shout out to Tori Nation. Shout out to Ashburn, VA. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited to hear about that, though. So, Tori Nelson was Clarissa Shields. I don't want to call her leftovers, but that is who she got the title from. This is just part of boxing, man. We see yeah. it all the time. We see it all the time. All the time. He beat him. How can you do it better, even though this person's already been damaged by him? So she is the current WBC and WBO title holder. 41 years old was Tori Nelson? No, I'm talking about uh, Christina Hammer okay. was. Uh, 17 and 1 with two knockouts. That's what uh, Tori Nelson was. This was a good, it was a good showcase for Christina Hammer, not the results she probably wanted. Shout out to Tori Nelson, Tori Nelson for just to keep grinding. Yeah. For her fight career, she's, she had six fights where she didn't even get paid. 
And 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 when that when shows I shows the love of the sport too. Not only that, but let's let's talk about that really real quick. Because when when I say didn't get paid, it doesn't mean you didn't make no money. That means what you put in, you kind of zeroed out because you you got to take care of your training, you got to take care of the camp, you got to take care of every all the costs yeah, spar, involved, sparring partners, and, all that. And most likely she got paid the exact amount that covered all of it, and maybe some free drinks on the side because she's still a chick. That that's the default rule. Period. So shout out to her. She is still a waitress currently. Nothing wrong with that. You got to grind to get cash home every day. Mm-hmm. So if, if you see her, give her a shout out. It, it's okay to make that 20% on the tip. You know yeah. what I'm because she's still one of the baddest women at one time. WBC champ in her division. Christina Hammer got a name not given to her. Birthright. So I don't know about this one. I mean, I do like the, the, the lingerie aspect of it. <laughs> and there is some beatdowns that might have happened because of it, you know what I'm saying? But not the ones we were used to in boxing. So we'll you don't see know who Anna Kornikova is? The name sounds so familiar. If you showed it to me, I probably, okay. I definitely would recognize her. That's for sure. Because it just sound, there's, there is a, a beach resort or place that sounds similar to it. <laughs> um, now, this is going to be a unification bout that is basically for the setup with Clarissa Shields. I don't know if she did anything impressive enough to show me that she could beat Clarissa Shields. But I want to see them face-to-face because I need to see that size difference because the hammer looks bigger on TV than Clarissa Shields. She, does, sure. she does. So, And then getting into Clarissa Shields. So Clarissa Shields, she is the current WBA IBF uh, champ, uh, 5-0 and in the middleweight mm-hmm. division. Uh, she fought a sexy Hannah Gabriels. One of my homegirls called me, and she was like – and we were talking about this, and she was like – when Carlissa Shields was uh, fighting her, she was like, I just don't want her to hurt her face. And this is coming from another female. And I was just like, hey, yo, I feel you. So I, um, I actually, this is, what, this is one of the things I want to say before we get into here. So this is from Christina, uh, not Christina, Clarissa Shields. Moving on from Christina Hammer and Tori Nelson. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, we're all going to, I'm going to still cover okay. that, cover a little bit this of that. Is, no, so Clarissa Shields is from her uh, Instagram page. What a warrior you are. I am so sorry after the fight I wasn't able to let you know face-to-face, but by far my toughest fight. Women's boxing has taken a huge jump forward because of you, and I didn't want to let this week fly by without telling you. Thank you for putting me on my ass and making me dig deep for the win. I'm a fan of yours and a friend from afar. Thank, thank you and to you and your team. Truly happy for you. You are a strong competitor. Because she's lesbian, right? I don't know. That sound like a fire extinguisher. That's like you know what I'm saying. Fire extinguisher. You break glass in case of emergency. Now, go ahead. No, no. So when we were talking about the lady hammer, I'm actually looking forward to this. Is being one of the name of your penis. (laughs) Lady hammer. Door. Black door. (laughs) Black hammer. So is is no. I'm actually looking forward toward this unification bout. Honestly, top three, four fights that I want to see this year. I'm really intrigued. So when you talk about the size difference, now with this was the difference. You got Hannah Gabriels who put Clarissa Shields down in the second round. I think that's what it was. Just put, she just first, first going out, nice uppercut. But Clarissa. Let's look at the uppercut real quick. We're going to run that. Oh, that's okay. all. That's only how that we okay. got from the fight. So let's look at this uppercut Okay. real quick here. Bam. Like, boom. Okay. So knock yeah. her off balance to follow up, put her on the ground. Yeah, and so, that's that's a, that was just a real quick one because that was the biggest highlight of there because Clarissa Shields never been down in her career. Yeah, never been down in her career, but they fought from the inside, and and Christina Hammer doesn't fight like that. So Christina Hammer said, "I'm gonna sit there and box her from the outside." It's easy to Makes say sense. until you. Yeah, it is. So I'm really intrigued by this matchup yeah. because I can see it going either way. I am gonna put my hat in for um, for Clarissa Shields. You know, now, now Hannah Gabriels. We're gonna give a shout out to her because first woman ever headline televised on HBO. 
uh, her last fight was on HBO not too long ago this year. First woman ever televised on HBO. I don't think we covered that, but I remember hearing about we that. Just, we talked We talked about it. We didn't, we didn't really get too much into it now. It's because you're sexist. Well, so am I. It's okay. But Hannah Gabriels versus Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields moved down in weight. Yeah. So do you think size matters with these women? I, I can't say I don't to be honest with you I don't watch enough women's boxing to let you know about that's, that that's, like that's just a legit because, answer like, because this was me asking you this question because I'm not sure because we know there's, there's a difference in man strength and woman strength yeah and one of those differences comes in size pause and that and you know and, and that is something that's clear when you watch it with men so with the women we already know them. We're already wired to watch them lose weight because we were apparently Hannah Gabriel's is thick, by the way. So we're so used to this now. <laughs> Did you know Hannah Gabriel's is married to Brian Vasquez? Yeah, who's never who, won a world championship. It never won a world championship, that but also that but, gets brought up, right? But also at the same that? time, is I think what is he? What is that? Twenty pounds less than her? Okay, I got a hypothetical for you. In this in this scenario in this yes. world. Wait, wait, what happened? Can you repeat the question? No. Hold on, let's say you get to pick one. Right now. The setting is a bar, right? You might be a little you might be a little tossed up. You get to pick one of these women to save you in a bar fight settings. It'd be Clarissa Shields, Hannah Gabriels, or Layla Layla Ali. One of these three. You get to pick one. No, I will go with Heather Hardy because she's still current active fighter. One of these fighters get to save you. And it's only because you might be a little drunk, you know, drunk and you just have to be dating. A not too bad chick who can brawl. Who can brawl? Like Clarissa Shields ain't ugly. She, I don't think she likes me and you, but you know she might be a fan of the show. That's it. Who would you pick? Flint, Michigan. Grimy, right? Yeah, just too, if you're gonna do it, man. I like Clarissa Shields likes to fight. And just did you hear her how when uh, Lady Hammer got into the ring, how she's like, "I whoop your ass right now! I whoop your ass right now!" Flint, I'm like talking right yeah, now. She she wants to fight so. If I'm in the bar with Clarissa, she might start the fight. So I'm taking her. I'm going with Flint. Yeah, I'm with it. That's the correct answer, by the way, because aesthetically, Hannah Gabriels and Heather Hardy, don't, don't hit them. Hit me instead. Hit me instead. Don't hit them. Don't hit them. You know, take, it, take it out on me. What are you yeah. trying to say? Huh? What are you trying to say? They got prettier faces of Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields will stab me, let alone whoever tried to fight me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She, she, oh, had, God. she had Anthony Durrell with them and Andre Durrell, and they just wore... Their Friday outfits. They didn't even dress up for you know what I'm saying because it was it was in Detroit. It was what a fight was or whatever. So it's just home. showed up. It's home for them. That's what it is. But Clarissa Shields made a statement. I don't know when the last time a unification happened in boxing for women's like this. This is something we will have an answer for you maybe next week. We'll look it up because this could be one of the first times or at least a moment in history for sure because of how young she is. Yeah. So this is a this is a fighter where dudes are lucky she's a woman. Because you take that skill set, put it in a, a man that size, that division. With that heart. We got big problems for everybody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Especially for someone who loves to fight. And I don't mean emotional arguments. Now we got a lot of fight announcements moving on from this one. So one we have Kubrick Pula versus Jarrell Miller announced. Big Baby Miller. That's a that's a big step up for J, for Big Baby Miller. Do you we, know when they you know when they uh, that fight is scheduled? I didn't see when the date was. I just saw uh, that it was announced. I'm not sure if they even have a date and a location yet. Okay. Then we got Jaime Munguia versus Liam Beefy Smith. I'm actually intrigued by that too because like the way Jaime uh, Munguia put away Saddam Ali. Saddam Ali's gonna be mad because the matchup with him and Liam Smith, he had he had a big chance of winning that fight and have a successful defense. Jaime Munguia is a guy that got blown off 
came out of nowhere because he got blown off and not the, the proper shot. Because just think, if, if he would, we would have saw him against Triple G instead of Saddam Ali, this is this is a different conversation, different story. But now he gets he gets Saddam Ali's, uh, the guy he was supposed to fight. So I, I, I kind of feel sorry for Liam Beefy Smith because I feel like Munguia, he looks bigger, stronger, and I feel like he's just going to plow right through this kid. Uh, I would say that. I would say that now. But I'm not sure what kind of Jaime Munguia – uh, Jamie Munguia really is though just for Saddam Ali there's you yeah there's you the Jamie not yeah Jaime Munguia yeah so I, I don't know because the way he put him around I can't really tell too much about Munguia except he's strong he's powerful but we'll, we'll see what happens when he gets in there who's a little bit tougher though now we mentioned Beefy Smith may be a tough chew hey what are you gonna do what are you gonna do now we mentioned before Jacobs versus Darren Darrenchenko, and we thought as maybe this happy, you know, the happy medium about Triple G kind of getting getting stripped because this is yeah. a great matchup, and the fights, the fight is made. I don't think there's a date or location yet, but the fight is happening. The purse bid's over. This is going down. Daniel Jacobs needs a win like this to solidify and intimidate to, to get everybody thinking. I'm not gonna say intimidate to make everybody think in the back of the head how good his level is. If he gets a good, solid win. I've said this about Daniel Jacobs a lot of times. He plays to the level of his opposition, so I expect a a war in this. And this is a great matchup, so I'm glad that we get to see this. And I can't wait till they figure out when it's happening. Now, next is is a journeyman. Two journeymen. We've had, who's had fun careers that we watched. They they got a fight coming up uh, next weekend or a couple weeks, next month. Uh, Andre Berto versus Devin Alexander. This is very two former champions. Very intriguing. The Devin Alexander versus Victor Ortiz was not a bad yeah. fight to watch. Thought of, he deserved a win. Out but. of everything that we picked, this is going to be the closest 50-50 fight. Pick them. This, this is this yeah. is like it. It depends on it depends on who feels better that day and who had better training camp. And it's one of these things plan. where the only thing you could say is that it's a fight made too late or they're too old, but. No, nah. it's not. This no, is the right not. time, this... right style matchup. They both have that same comeback goals. They've they've tasted success. They've tasted. They've the had lights. success. They've yeah, had they've, it. yeah, they've been headlined and held onto it. They they did it just. They're not just one and done like a one night stand from show from a man shooter back in two thousand seven. So can, off the top off the top of your head, can you name uh, can you name Andre Bertel's last fight? Oh, Sean Porter. It was Sean, it was Sean Porter. Sean Porter beat him down. Yep. So Sean Porter beat him down, and in Devin Alexander's last fight was Victor, Victor. Ortiz. And then before which, that, Berto was Ortiz. Yeah, and so, but Sean Porter, I mean, not Sean Porter, but Devin Alexander should have won that Victor Ortiz fight, and that was that was called a majority draw, yeah. or it was a draw or something like that. A but home either cooking. way, home cooking. But mm-hmm. so both of these guys are coming off a loss, and I always talk about how you got to bounce back from a loss. How is it going to be? So, you I know, like two losses. I like Berto because his management. And, and him, he's took in the right fights. You know what I'm saying? He took in the right fights at the right time. Didn't get all those W's, but he was in a situation and position where, except for maybe the Sean Porter one and, and the Floyd, of course, where he was in the position where he could be, it's 50-50 or he's the favorite. You know what I'm saying? When he fought Guerrero, I didn't think Guerrero was going to do what he did to him. Yeah. Now, that first, Slumped that first him, Victor had him, had him wear the top guns well, right yeah, after I mean, that. You know, he, yeah, he tore his shoulder, but whatever. And, you know, his fight was Victor Ortiz, the first one. That yeah. was a great fight to watch. Great fight, yeah. You know, he's always, even even with the Floyd one, I know Floyd, we know Floyd didn't take it too seriously, but no. he didn't look like he didn't belong, for sure. You could tell that that level of opposition was there. So Everybody, I, 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 most people look like they don't belong when Floyd's around. So yeah. it, it was after yeah. watching that, like to be completely honest, so like Victor, Since we I mean, Andre up, Bar- the jeweler who sold him his last watch 
felt like he didn't belong handing him the watch. Go ahead. We'll, we'll That's talk not an about Amazon that. order, right? Eighteen million. Nah. Uh, anyways, Andre Berto, who would you, who who do you want to win in this fight? Not who are you picking. Who would you like to see win? You're gonna have to choose sides on this one. Do you honestly want me to choose sides? Because I could honestly flip a coin. I have respect for both of these men. Um, How'd you like to be a chick dating him? Which one? Yeah. If I'm if I'm picking who would win, Devin Alexander. Personal, no, it's personal favorite. Pers- not not because I like both of these guys, and I really don't have a dog in this. But I would pick Devin Alexander just because simple fact that the simple fact that no, no, the way Andre Andre Bertel, the way he lost is he got beat down, he got beat up. Devin Alexander deserves a, a win after his last fight. Devin Alexander was beat up by life. He had an addiction, opioids crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah real yeah. talk though. You'd be more sensitive to that. We're going to talk more about this. The week before the fight. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're gonna move on. We talked about the eighteen million dollar watch. Okay. Do you take a bullet to try to rob this man, right? You know. Okay. So, in the, when I put when I pull this up, usually you know I don't like into the gossip thing or the TMZ mm-hmm. stuff that are reported. But it was reported that Floyd Mayweather Jr. and you can look it up. I posted it. It's actually on our page, uh, facebook.com forward slash square circle one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Eighteen million dollar watch, and I'm like, I'm thinking about it like. No, he talks as about where body, he comes as, from, right? As, as, a, as a bodyguard, do you steal this watch or one of these? Because even if you sell it for half, even if you sell it for a quarter, even if you sell it for 10%, that's still pretty good money retiring. I just had a vision. We need to, we need to get famous so we could do a, re, a reboot of the bodyguard with you, like bodyguard and someone like um, Katy Perry. I guess who who would be the the white version of uh of uh my so, my, my, my main girl Whitney Houston who'd be the white version of that Lady Gaga probably because she's probably got the most soul that that's this you know under the so you know what you just you know what you just reminded me of hmm. so I was talking to somebody about this the other day now that was a good movie too by the way Fifty Cent Fifty not not a fan of him I'm a fan of him on, cool? I'm, I'm a fan of him on Instagram because he's hilarious and he's he's I, He's I got a, nothing bad about the albums. No, been, been, but like um, the music. But the music before "Get Rich Die Trying" came out, like when he "How to Rob," yeah, like yeah. How, So when you say something like that, like a bodyguard, and it just it had me thinking that one line: "I had dreams of effing an R and B chick, mm-hmm. and wake up in the morning and bounce with all her shit." <laughs> like like that's that's what I want to do. So if like I'm bodyguard, so I'm like, "Hey, yo, Lady Gaga, you got this." You know, you got this trophy in here. I'm like, how much is that going on eBay, man? You might get got from me, man. I'm still, I still got those tendencies. You think your rich white woman successful for music signed to uh, Convict Records has a trophy for what? Trophy? What do you call those? Awards or what? Tony? I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't okay, watch that Tony crap, man. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. man. I don't know what those things well, do. Well, she's so rich, she might actually have Tony Bennett in the closet gold. And if yeah. you don't know who Tony Bennett is, he's not a basketball coach. Where your head would go, but this eighteen million dollar watch, this has just got that's there's f you money, there's f me money, this is f all of you money right here, and me. That's you, eighteen million dollars on a watch. Look, look. Do you wear it? How do you stomach buying something like that? You, like, I, I don't have that kind of money, but like I mean, like eighteen million, for, like the, honestly, the, bro, look, like these are, I, look. I probably would have, well, me, I, I would have at least, I would have. I would have Gambled it or donated it to charity or just the, look, listen, 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 listen. No, Floyd, I no. Fun okay, with it. okay, no. Check this out, Floyd. You earned every dollar that you made. Deserve you well everything. Deserved, every well deserved. so nobody can tell you to do what you want to do. Not and saying respect, bad, bad purchase option. I hey, wouldn't do it hey, myself. Is Flint water still broke? 
Or is Michigan's water still this <laughs> living off of two eleven and Gatorade water? Hey, oh man, that's kind of cold blooded, man. There's no, no fishing no. expos going on there, bro. Listen, nah, I'm just saying, like eighteen million dollars, man, that could fix a lot uh, oh, of people's right. problems. Like two eleven and, and Kool Aid. You know, I love you, right? Now, I agree with you 100% because we saw Flint, Michigan get together when they support Clarissa Shields. And for someone like Floyd who wants to brag about his past and how he came up with his, his mom doing drugs, and he, and he talks about North Dakota even though his entire adult career from amateurs, you know, from Olympics was spent in Las Vegas. Now, your mom was on drugs because your dad was a former world champion and she could afford it. There's a difference. You're kind of in the same category of the opioid crisis at that point. But still, $18 million on a watch. You got a lot of brother pride in there. You could help a brother out. That's all I'm saying. Do what you want to do with your money, man. But I'm just saying. Unfortunately, a guy like this can't buy a watch to keep it on wraps, right? Just to check your, uh, the time on your cell phone. The exact opposite of this is going to be the host of the new Contender Series. Andre Ward! SOG. We're not pushing religion on you, but he may be the son of God, at least the universe gods of boxing, that's for sure. Now, the contender premieres, they got a lot of names in there. The only one that I knew right off the bat was Shane Mosley Jr. Not even, oh, uh, sorry, bro, not even, I didn't know your name, I actually know your pops' his name, and I know you got the junior on there, so you kind of got a little, you got a little fast with on me there, you know what I'm saying, because I'm not sure if uh, we deserve to know you based on your first uh, televised performance. Uh, side story on, on something like that. LeBron James Jr., he uh he they I guess they asked him why he doesn't wear number twenty three and he was like, yeah I don't want to be associated with my dad I want to make it I want to make it on my own name. Your name is LeBron James Junior, bro. <laughs> like it's the Best same. Thing. Go by that middle name so, and stuff. So, so it's the same. It's the same thing about this. I'm like Shane Mosley Junior. Hey, honestly, I can't wait. To, I think they said this uh, premieres in August. Shane Mosley Jr., man, hey, you're going to have a target on your back already, bro. Already, bro. Like, already, because like, your so. dad is a Hall of Famer <laughs> and, and has been connected to bad scandals, great fights, bad divorces. Luckily, this your name has only been brought up in boxing, which is probably the worst sport to choose. You know, like, man, LeBron James Jr., don't play basketball. Don't even pick a basketball up. Nah, bro. He's Michael pretty good. Jordan. No, he's, he's, he's nasty. No, nah, he's he's really good. <laughs> if he looks identical to LeBron, they're not real people. They're clones. He just tried. He just he just attempted an in-game dunk, uh, which I saw last week. Attempted? At, yeah, at 13 years old uh, in the middle of a game. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah okay, and okay. it was barely missed, too, man. It was. <laughs> now, LeBron and I'm going to throw this out there. This is a, an idea that where you could make a lot of money on, you get a lot of white girls, and a guaranteed to dominate the sport and be the number one star and the first one to get you're sponsors from full, it. You're just full of ignorance this episode. I'm can, very can, open get, racist, but my penis is colorblind, just so we know. And what if you thought about volleyball? I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You'd be the first brother in volleyball. You get a lot of money. We know they could jump. We need to use it. Name jump. me two volleyball millionaires. Yeah, volleyball's got to be a real name, right? It's not name. Yeah, okay, okay. He's okay, you probably look, 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 allowance right now. He's make his allowance right now. He's making more money than any volleyball player yeah. in the world. Yeah, why do sports? At least, at least O'Shea Jackson Jr. went to Juilliard and chose acting. Oh, Game of Thieves, dope movie, by the way. It but, was. Now let's get back to the contender, not not the possible contender of LeBron James Jr., who might end up OD'd most likely based off of celebrity kids. So let's talk about the contender. This premieres sometime in August. This is good to see. 
good to see reality at least come back to boxing, even though I'm not a big fan of reality TV. But I'm a big fan of Andre Ward, and I'm glad to see this man make money. Now, they was talking about him uh, sparring with all these fighters during the shootings and stuff. And he's like, you know, do you, you get the itch to come back? He's like, I always get the itch. That's why I have to spar and box. But do I want to come back? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, nah, I'm good. He's not sparring. He's schooling, man. Bro. He's, he, he, I guarantee you, when they get in there. Hurt he's in Creed 2. Huh? Hurt he's in Creed 2. I saw him in Creed 2. And actually, there's this, uh, this cat that I've been following for a couple years now on Instagram. His name is Little Future. I forgot what his name. Boxing Prodigy. I guarantee you're going to hear about him in the next okay. few years, too. Like, literally, he's... he's CNN headline or ESPN? ESPN. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. So, the contender can't wait till August. That's a good month because that's when yours truly was... You know, created on this earth where pops your either, your your pops either forgot to pull or planned one. I'm not sure yet. Nah, I forgot to pull. Most likely. Most <laughs> now, let, this is a lot of gossip going around here in boxing. What, how much we got? Some time left because the the fights we, we got. got we got a little. We got a little. We got a little time. time so, this is a time where I can't wait till till everybody is tired of hearing us because I would pull tape. I would pull tape till I want to say I don't know the number, but this is a episode we recorded in January. When I made it, I made the declaration that we're not going to get the fights we want. The you, only thing said, I said, you also said it about Canelo and Triple G. I, I said the only fight we're going to get was that fight because it was already scheduled and planned for Cinco de Mayo. No, right? you said you, we weren't going to get that one this year either. And that was almost right. right I'll take it. I'll take almost. It. Hey, horseshoes and hand grenades. Horseshoes and hand grenades. I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. Now, the thing about this one, though, is a little bit different because I'm pretty specific. Like, uh, you know, Lomachenko, Jorge Linares, I picked the 10th round. That one is, I'd rather be lucky than good. This one was, I, I'm a very familiar with the business of boxing. I'm very familiar with the sport of boxing, being a martial artist even, but I'm from Vegas, so I know how the money flows. And I said that we're not going to get this fight, and I even specifically spoke about the, the biggest rig that may mess it up is going to be that WBA mandatory. Alexander Povetkin versus Anthony Joshua. They were supposed to fight in 2017, but Povetkin failed a, failed a PD test or whatever. Fight got postponed, canceled. He ended up fighting. That's when he fought uh, Carlos Takam. Take him. And, and, we, and we know the, very rare the results of that one. Now, I, I, this is the writing on the wall that I've seen since January. Now, we heard about Wilder and Anthony Joshua, the fight, one of possibly the last pay-per-view fights our generation will ever see, and maybe even the sport of the boxing will ever see, at, at a set price and not a monthly subscription. How, how do you feel about the situation? Everybody who's listening right now knows what's up with this. We, how do you feel about it? Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, and I just want you to answer it and then shut up right after that. No promises? Who did you, who did you pick once the fight's made, if the fight's made, Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua? I can't, I can't vote against Anthony okay, Joshua. Okay, anyway. I mean, I can't I'll, vote against I'll, Deontay Wilder. Okay. I would pick Anthony Joshua. Now, saying that, this is 100,000% Anthony Joshua's fault. The reason why I'm picking Anthony Joshua to be the fall guy for this is because he has more handlers than Deontay Wilder. I don't, I've been in sales and retail a very long mm -hmm. time. I find myself a really good people reader. I have not interviewed Anthony Joshua. I have not interviewed Deontay Wilder. Nope. But from the way that they speak and the way that they handle and they carry themselves and what they talk about, I can see Deontay Wilder as being the man. Hey, yo, I want to get this done, man. The money's one thing. The mo like, the money's the bonus. I get to beat your ass, yeah. and then I get paid to do that. I can see that more. Anthony Joshua has more to lose than Deontay Wilder does. 
Yes. Now we've, we've seen some of the some of the things that uh, on Instagram you sent me a lot, and, I, and this maybe it comes down to the the accent from either the Southern Alabama or maybe the British accent. You know, fifty and fifteen is a big difference in millions. Yeah. You know, with him taking fifteen million, it's just, it's to solidify and secure it, and that's that's the upfront cost. That's not counting pay per view buys, promoters, all yeah. the other stuff, right? So Deontay Wilder, I, I can't feel sorry on that point. And and he's been talking like you know like this is a Fifty Cent song like I smell, is that yeah, you know, you, no he really is I and, the, smell. And, the, and the thing is to go about somebody like that and you saying hey oh I smelt I smelt it on you hey oh you don't just say that like you like there's some circumstances where there's people just talking your boy Tyson Fury talks like that your boy Billy Joe Saunders talks like that Anthony Joshua you haven't heard him talk like this yeah. even when he even um remains to burn you didn't even hear him talk about like that like this like he wants to make this fight he's like look there's nobody in this sport but us two at the very top at the pinnacle you need to make the you need to make this fight done and i'm putting this on joshua and his handlers because the thing is just like i said joshua doesn't need this as much as deontay wilder does joshua's making really good money now because because you've been privileged to know someone like myself here were you surprised? Yeah, hey, you're welcome. I, I am. I'm very welcome. You're I welcome because it. I'm it's privileged. It's very good to you. walk into rooms and just say whatever the f I want yeah. to anybody. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It does feel good. Doesn't and it? And I take advantage of it. Last time when we, when we watched Cotto and Canelo at that bar, I stepped on like five, seven brothers different Jordans. It was just like, my bad. My bad. They're all light-skinned because if they, if they weren't, you, you wouldn't have been we wouldn't have yeah, this I don't show care. one of the things that's not racist at all is the math when you see the, when you do the size up it's, it's just what it is you know what I'm saying you're like okay he's 5'9 5'9 and a half at the time 160 155 pounds him he's 6'3 6'2 what, what are you how tall are you I'm about 6'1 I'm 6'1 about six one. Six one, six one? that's height right okay 6'1 um, you know what I'm saying and you're not quiet I definitely say, you know, yeah. and you see the size of, okay, he's definitely with him. I'm pretty sure he, he, he's cool with him. He said something he probably wouldn't say around other people. <laughs> he stepped on all these people's shoes. Is still not flinching in confidence. You're going to make that decision properly. This is one of those things where how I wasn't wrong. You weren't surprised when you heard me, when you heard all this, and you, you know what I've been preaching for how long, right? When I preach it, do you ever blow me off on, some, on this matter, this subject like this? When I say this is not going to happen, this and this is why. Do you ever blow me off, or, or do you take me serious with that one? I'm about fifty-fifty. It depends 50/50. on. I'm about fifty-fifty because like. Are the you thing shocked is, when I'm right? No. Okay. No, because honestly, the thing is, I've, and I've said this a lot of before on and off the air. This is a uh, you're an idiot savant. You say a lot of stupid stuff, but honestly, you you come through a lot of the times. Like you're, I I appreciate your boxing knowledge. Yeah. That's exactly what you have, and especially when I walk in here and I got my notes and I got because like the thing is, I need that stuff to remember. And you, the fact that you are able to bring this stuff up off the drop of a dime in the whim, without really not just researching it, with just knowing. And just your boxing IQ is is great. So like, I, if you predict it, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm not putting it past you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and this is the that's thing. the only compliment you're getting for the rest <laughs> of the next this year and the rest of the next year. I'll take it, right here. I'll take it right here. Now, I, I'm not the only person on this planet that can see this stuff. Anthony Joshua is is a fighter who has had a lot of cameras in his face, a lot of attention around him, and I guarantee this man has heard in the business of the boxing. He had to learn about this at an earlier age than any of us. Yeah. Any of us at all. So I see this as a calculated move. No surprise that this went down. I'm pretty sure Anthony Joshua saw the WBA decision. Or if not, he saw as much as I did. Like, this is probably going to happen, especially because 
you could kind of postpone it because your WBA is getting paid with it no matter who he fights, but you go make more if, if there's a little anticipation buildup, especially if it's the right one. So there's no shocker to me. And real, realistically, you don't want to compete with Canelo Triple G. You want your own thing. You want your own legacy. You want your own spotlight. You want to make sure there's no promotions crossing at all. At all. So, But the, we're going to see this fight. It'll happen in the beginning of 2019 unless somebody fails a PED. Deontay Wilder needs to keep talking a little stuff. Keep it a little professional. Let's not go overboard because this is a man that can knock you out with one punch. He can do it. It's not that he can't. He can't do it. So let's, let's be professional. You'll get more money out of it later, and we're going to get it. Let's hold on. Slow down, my brother. Slow down. I still, I'm still rooting, voting for Wilder regardless. Regardless. Even if I don't think he has a shot, that's the man I'm rooting for. It'll happen 2019. So everybody stay calm. And it's okay for Sonny to be right. And it's going to happen more often. So now that we're prepared and can accept it, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the one fight or two fights this weekend they got going on. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> now, my man, Mick Conlon, hopefully he doesn't live in the U.S. long enough to know that that's how most Italians insult Irishmen by calling them Micks. Yeah. So to make that his nickname, it wasn't me. This, it wasn't me this time. It wasn't me. But this is another brother like my man Shakur fighting five times in a year getting a lot of fights he only scheduled for four round bouts so not taking a lot of punishment getting that working and it's good to see and it and i'm so blessed to be able to follow the career of these young fighters so i always tell people i'm a little bit racist mick conlon i want you to do well and i want you to succeed so i will say that okay wait what does that do with the racist because just in case anybody thinks i only just go for the black guy and talk about shakir stevenson i want Mm. mick conlon i want mick conlon to be great too they say the irish is the black of europe hey fix it fix it Live at Hub City, I am Heyday Studios. <laughs> now we talking about my man. Are you Gilberto, guys sabotage? Go ahead. <laughs> Gilberto Ramirez, Zerto versus Romer Angulo. So Romer Angulo is a man that we might be able to say has an inflated record. We got time to look this up. Now we do know Gilberto Ramirez. He's, I believe, he's a top. I want to say he's a top ranked fighter, or possibly PBC, 168 pounds, and we do know that. Caleb, my man Caleb Sweetham Plants is coming for all these 168-pound cats. And he's fighting a yeah, Roman Angulo. He, he, got a he can come for him. And I like sweet hands, but Zerto's real. Yeah, so he, you need to you need to watch this. So yeah, Gilberto Zerdo. Good, good role. You 20, like that? What's his record? 27 or 37? Uh 37 and 0 with 25 knockouts, okay. man. Hey, oh, Zerto's that dude, man. Yeah, he's legit. <laughs> he's legit. Then the guy he's facing, what's his record? Uh 23 and 0. With somebody's O has got, got to go. To 20 go. knockouts, both high knockout percentages. So <laughs> You'll never hear that in porno. Somebody's O's got to go because dudes have always finished. Always. Now, Romer Angulo from Colombia. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I went through his record because I wanted to know, if, is, this, is this an inflated record? And, and when we say inflate, inflated record, is just because... We do think we're a little bit better in the U.S. with boxing because our records seem to matter a little bit more than yours. A little bit. Look, we got Colombia. We got, um, I want to say Puerto Rico. We got Mexico, USA. So he's a little bit, um, looks like. Uh, How many USA fighters has uh, this dude? I'm not I'm not going through it. Okay. I'm not going to sit here. Gotcha. Him, but That's all good. Time. Gilberto yeah. Ramirez versus this guy. This is a, this is another showcase fight to me. This yeah. is a showcase fight. What, what was, can you see where he's ranked, uh, Romer Angulo? Is he ranked? He's got to be ranked being undefeated. 168 pounds, super middleweight. Yeah, I'm getting that. We know how stacked the division is. We know, at least, we know who the show's fan favorite is, my man. Sweet Hand Plants. 
So as of right now, um, I'm going through uh, fightnews.com. That's where I get all the stuff. Of the rankings. Romar, yeah, uh, for the rankings. We have in WBO, we have them ranked 10th. Okay, not bad. Not bad at all. And what belt does Zerto have? Uh, WBO. WBO. That's, that's where I went for is. So wh- who's the number one on WBO? Number one contender? Jesse Hart. Okay, he's already beat him. Callum Smith after that. The, he's busy. He's in the w- World Box Super Series. He's got a fight coming with George uh, Brooks. Rocky Felden, don't know too much about him, yep. but uh, Jorgen, okay. Br- Jorgen Brammer. We, we're fourth. very familiar with him. Super yep. Series also. Who else? Uh, Arthur Abram, um, okay, very number eight. Former world champion. Let's go to IBF. Who's number one? Who's the champ? James DeGaulle. James DeGaulle just got his win, uh, beating Kelly the Trucks. Who's uh, number two and number three? Number two is uh, we got a number one not rated in uh, Caleb Sweet Hands Plan. How does number one get not rated? Is there a bigger insult to that? Like, yo, it's just, yo, you number uh, two get that. Who's it, number it's one? Another po- ah. it's, it's another politics with it. Come on. Oh, my God. Okay, who's the WBA champ? 168, super middle. Oh, um, George Groves. That's a good matchup. He's busy right now, super World uh, Boxing Super Series. And who's the WBC champ? David Benavidez. Okay, okay, so... If you're Zerto Ramirez in his camp, we know who you got to face today. Who is the guy that you think gets that best shot next? I don't know, man. You don't know? No, the not, not yet. Stacked. Zerto Ramirez, I feel like that's a name they got by mistake. It should have been Zorro and just misspelled, or maybe we misread it. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available on Google Play and iOS. We're coming at you live at Hub City. Don't forget to check out my man at imrcf.com. You get a workout and a show on my man Shooter. How we winning again? What is it? Chase, Chase, Chase the... Girls or something. Like. The process can be just as exciting as the final product. Get the girl, grab the money, and run, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Souls of Mischief, 1993. One more time, please. Trust the process about what? The process can be just as exciting as the final product. And the chase is always just as exciting as the kill. That's what I'm talking about. And I don't mean hunting because I'm not a killer at all. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about... You know what I'm talking about. Getting in them sheets and winning, baby, because that's what we're about. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter and download that Square Circle app. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. You can see how pretty or ugly we are depending whether you like men or women. I don't know. But make sure you hit us up on there. You know where to find us. And someone give me some feedback. I know you're out there listening. I can hear you breathing. Talk a little smack to us. Tell me something. Even if it's just a shout out, I don't mind a little bit of an ego boost. How about you? You got anything to say, my man? No, man. We're good. I'm out. See you.